0: Hey everyone, so it's Monday and there's a podcast. Oh my god, what's happening? So I thought it'd be really interesting to do a mindful Monday. Now it's spelt with two L's because it's not just mindfulness and being mindful, it's also having a mindful of whatever it is, um, and having a full mind in the sense of being complete and being um I don't know, I guess being strong within your mindset. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trial this for kind of four weeks. see what people think um the kind of aim is to talk about a topic every week for like literally 10-15 minutes um in mindfulness in mindset building um and see if it helps because you know property business entrepreneurship it's all tough it's all challenging um without the right mindset we're nothing um you know it's the foundation of of what's going to make the rest of our success and you know especially in property where you know Often we can deal with a lot of rejections, especially at the start, right? Okay, I guess it's like a sales job, you know, you put in X many offers, you think, oh, the cash flow from these is going to be juicy, and then nine of them fall through. Um, And you have to deal with that, and you have to deal with that often, um, or you get planning pulled you get planning not given you get local residents with pitchforks and and, um, flames coming at you saying we don't want you to build a HMO here because of the people that live in it and all that kind of rubbish and you have to deal with it Um, and yeah we do JV we do form businesses and partnerships but you know sometimes you're you're doing property alone Um, I know I'm I'm working with someone at the moment in a kind of a very long-term JV business partner relationship but I'm still here alone in my office with my seven office plants, like, you know what I mean? So, you know, it takes a certain skill set to deal with this. Um, And I think the topic I want to cover today, I want to talk about perception and excuses. Now, there's a quote from Epictetus, who was a Stoic philosopher back in the day. And he said, it's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. And Shakespeare also said, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And this kind of philosophy has been around for a long, long time. And you hear it distilled in podcasts by like Tom Billew and Ed Myler and, and Andy Frisella who say, you know, stop making excuses. Nothing is, you know, really bad or really good. It's literally what you make it. So kind of get on with it and and don't associate such strong emotion to things, you know, like within business um if you get a rejection, okay, cool, so rejection, it's not the end of the world. You know, if if you buy a new property and it brings cash flow and well done. But but it's kind of how you respond to that and what you think about that that really really um matters. And I think when it comes to business, you know, I I used to be in a position where everything was too emotive I took things too personally. Oh, client didn't pay an invoice on time. Okay, cool. Well, here goes a rude email. What did that get me? Yeah, it got the invoice paid, but it broke a bridge, which would have led to a lot more invoices being paid. Um and That was so stupid of me. You know, I look back and think, what were you doing, idiot? Um, and it's all too easy to get caught up in that kind of emotive aspect of responding to things, especially when, you know, things need to be done quickly nowadays, Things move really quick, Um, and yeah, you can set your own pace. But at the end of the day, the world is still going buzzing around you. Um, It can be quite difficult to take a step back, breathe, remove the emotion. You know, get the chimp out of the room if you've read the chimp paradox, and give a kind of logical human answer. So, you know, it, it takes time to kind of get over that and to learn to kind of dissociate your emotions. And I'm not saying be cold. Of course not. Be warm. Be friendly. Have emotions, but. You know, it, and I find this quite difficult to explain. It's kind of a, a weird balance of, you know, I know I'm going to get there and there being your goal, your future, whatever it is, in X many years. I kind of know how I'm going to get there. You know, I don't know the minute details necessarily. I've got my goal set, but I'm getting there. Full stop. Period. That's what matters. And, and that kind of, um, emotional control. I think comes from taking responsibility and saying actually okay 10 offers rejected okay um investor pulled out last night money's due in 2 days um you know kids are annoying me the puppy's sick i wish i had a puppy to be sick but no puppies um you know how you react to that really shows your character in my opinion and you know yes these things are challenges yes they get us down but actually, if we say, okay, well, look, you know, this situation is this. I can either deal with it by doing X, Y, Z, um, or I leave it and it gets worse. What am I going to do? I'm going to do X. Cool. Decision made. That's out of mind. It's done. Next. Oh, I'm waiting, you know, for planning. It's going to be three weeks minimum. Okay, don't sit there and fret and kind of, you know, worry yourself and not get enough sleep. Like you cannot change anything over the next three weeks to make that come quicker. So why fret over something you can't change? Either you can change something and you do, or you accept you can't change it, or accept you don't want to change it. There's a few options, I think, when it comes to decisions and emotions can kind of come in like a bit of poison, again emotions are good but they can come in like a bit of poison and say oh only three options no why don't we do this why don't we do that and what do they think what does he think about it what does she think? What and it's just like stop you know put those emotions to the side and i think it also boils down to being a um, solution provider not a problem provider you know I, my boss at work always says come to me with solutions not problems and that's not a harsh thing that's not a cold thing but like straight up, you know why? Why are you coming to me with problems? Like if you have got, you know, emotional problems and problems, absolutely, you know, come through, talk. But if you know if it's like ah, this is broken or ooh, someone pulled out of this, and what are you doing about it? What are we doing about it? Right? Like when I work with Aaron, my business partner, if there's a problem, I don't say, "Dude, I've got a problem." I say um so we had this problem i've got i've thought of two solutions for it w- what What do you think in your in your experience are these are these good you agree you're happy for me to go with one and most of the time it's like yep go ahead go with it or it's like oh i don't like this change this and th- and this then boils down to it's not what happens to you but how you react to it that matters um And it's that emotional mastery that takes time to develop. I mean, if you read a book called Ego is the Enemy and The Obstacle is the Way, both by Ryan Holiday and his um, daily stoic, I can't remember what it's called, the daily stoic or something. These three books, honestly, will just change your outlook and you won't even have to ponder them or internalize them. It'll happen naturally because of the way it's written. And after this, you'll start taking a lot more responsibility for things that happen and for how you react to it, right? Um, you know, you could get home and tenants calls you and, oh, place is flooded. Either you go, Ugh, what is happening? I hate being a landlord. I hate being a tenant. I go on Facebook and complain about it. Or you say, cool, it's part of business. I knew what it was when I signed up. No problem. Put your shoes back on, get back in the car. Go sort it out. But hopefully you won't, because I'll hopefully be outsourced and leveraged. But you know, it's an example, right? Um, it's it's difficult to do this. You know, don't get me wrong. Like it took me a year and a half of not realizing I was doing it, becoming self-aware, reassigning emotions, taking some sort of mastery over my mind and my emotions. And it really helps to think of it. I guess I'm um, like personifying your mind. Like the chimp paradox does this fantastically. Your emotions are the chimp, and the human is a is a logical computer, which you know, make sense right now in your head. Hopefully you're picturing both. And when you get mad, if you see that chimp banging its chest, rattling the cage, you know, you can kind of, it's easier because it's something more tangible to say, all right, mate, back in the box, relax. Whereas if it's just, oh, my emotions are playing up. It's like, what are emotions? How do you grab them? How do you, you know, what physically, what even are they? They're just different brain centers in your brain and different neurotransmitters and hormones you know, make it into a chimp, make it into an angry lion, angry owl, you know, whatever your choice is. And it makes it a lot easier to control these things. Um, and, you know, this also then, I guess, leads to excuses. Now, there's a story and, you know, you can replace alcoholic father with any sort of thing. But essentially, two 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 kids um, both had an alcoholic father. One follows the father's footsteps, struggles through life, suffers with debt, is a drunk basically and the other becomes a really successful sober businessman and they both asked, so you know guys w- you know why are you the way you are they both say well it's because my father was an alcoholic and that's pretty powerful when it comes to perception and you hear something like that the same event you know same childhood same upbringing two different outcomes two distinct different outcomes on the you know scale of life and you know how, how is that so it's because whatever happens to us is objective we make it subjective you know something happens and we attach emotion to it like with everything we attach emotion to everything um and that story is just one to think about you know because a lot of people say oh okay only buy one property this you haven't got enough money why don't you find an investor Oh I, oh I don't know if they're gonna work with me okay why haven't you got self-belief you know every excuse that people have for not doing more or doing anything you can always combat like i don't think i've ever come across and i'm not saying oh you know if if you, if someone just died in your family then of course you know you need to grieve you need to, but let, let's talk on a bigger more general picture here if if someone has an excuse excuse sorry and you know it is just that it's an excuse and it's like well hold on you know it's it's not real whatever you're saying can be combated by me giving you objections and you can't handle them all you handle them with is more excuses and it's because people are not responsible for their inner emotions how they feel when they see things um, and therefore it leads to people saying, Oh, yeah, it was this, it was that. Couldn't do this because of that. Oh, yeah, next year's my year. Yeah, 2020. Nah, 2021. Oh, actually, no, last year was like, Oh, well, no, like, bullshit. Like, those are excuses because people do not understand their emotions or, or kind of have been allowed to understand their emotions, you know, or, or really to understand that excuses are excuses. Um, you know, if you want to get somewhere, you can make excuses to me, to your mum. To your dad, to your friend, to your cat, to your turtle, to your baby goat, whatever you're rolling with, and that's cool. That's fine, you know. People who love you will probably say, Oh that's alright, yeah, yeah, I understand. But actually the the biggest problem is those excuses, especially when you say them, and if you write them down as well, some shape or form, you're internalizing these and you're making them real. So your excuse could be, oh yeah. You know, uh, this year we were just like consolidating our funds in the family and I couldn't buy any of it. Mm, excuse, you know, just as an example. And the more you say that, the more you then believe it and the more it's like, oh, this is a real thing. You know, it's kind of like when if you're not working during the day and at the end of the day you ask yourself, oh, what have you done today? You're like, oh, yeah, admin, admin, yeah. And you sat on Facebook and you were watching videos on youtube of of fitness stuff you weren't working um and like things like that when they become internalized they're dangerous right because you're then taking an objective reality which is you can achieve anything you want to anywhere at any time you take that objective reality and you taint it with your inner emotions that are oh i've got to do this got to do that can't do this can't do that which are excuses right and it's so difficult when you're an employee to not have excuses, because everyone around you is going to be giving excuses, politics, rubbish, structure, all this kind of crap you get in a company when you're an employee, and then you kind of want to jump out and be an entrepreneur. It's difficult to not make excuses, but it boils down to having that kind of emotional mastery and understanding we assign emotion to everything. And I'm not saying like break down everything. So if you see like a, a really nice plant, you're like, Ooh, that makes me feel relaxed. Oh, but actually, is, is it me making myself relaxed because my neocortex is? No, 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 no. It's just a case of understanding in the bigger picture and in business, and in relationships, that you are responsible for how you feel, and and changing the words you use, you know, and the way you think. Like, yes, yeah, someone, you know, someone could be rude to you, right? Someone can cut you up, and if you say to them, "You made me feel rubbish," you're giving them the power. No, they did not. They did something that objectively was stupid, yeah, and wasn't an, you know a dumb thing to do, agreed, but you responded it responded to it in a way that meant that you got upset. So no, they didn't make you upset. You made you upset because of how you perceived that event. And that accountability and responsibility is is so difficult to obtain and it's it's difficult to maintain. Um but once you get it and you keep maintaining it your whole life you just changes i sound like a monk who's like been bathed in the holy water and i've reborn as a, a mindful hippie um but it's just incredible to look back and to speak to friends who say yo you used to like do this and do that and you acted differently like now you're just sitting there like chilled not even reacting like what's what's going on and it's literally just following the kind of stoic philosophy and, and reading books like ryan holiday using Headspace to meditate. Um, also, more importantly, using Headspace's five daily notifications. It's like five mini meditations, but not really. They they kind of force you to think and look back on the world and around you and just be more aware um, and present, which again, leads to your kind of emotional mastery. So I hope today has been useful. I genuinely have no clue if this is going to be useful to you, um, but I hope it is. And I guess it's more of a discussion then it is practical tips. The tips are, you know, read anything on Stoic Philosophy, get headspace, get calm. That's a good app as well. Um, Focus on yourself. You know, imagine your emotions and anger and negativity as something physical that you can slap back into shape when it steps out. Um, And just understand it will take time. Um, But yeah, you know, hope it's been useful. Um, I'm going to do a couple of these this month. Uh, I'd love, love your feedback. Please message me, post on my wall, anything at all. Um, I'd really, really love to hear it. Thank you.